In a blog post, Brian Krupp, Group Vice President at Gartner, wrote, No one would dispute that 2020 upended business models, priorities, and plans as organizations were forced to navigate a rapidly changing environment. HR was at the forefront of initiatives to respond to a wide range of internal and external transformative trends, from employee well-being to new workforce models and social justice. In this episode of Podcast for Future CIO, we speak to Pekyo Gan, Human Resources Director, AXA Asia, on how COVID-19 has altered the human equation of HR transformation. What was unique about the staffing in 2020? I think 2020 presented a different world to everyone. So for us HR professionals, I think it is also, I suppose, a world of opportunity because there are many firsts. We've never had such a global pandemic the way it was. We've never ever thought about having 100% of the workforce working from home. Myself, I never ever thought about that. Imagine that would happen, um, but it happened. I think when it first started, we had no idea that it was going to grow to this extent. Extent. When we had employees who had to work from home, I think what was very, very different was we had to make decisions. And in my case, I was not just the HR person in charge, I'm also uh, the deputy crisis leader. So I put on two hats. And I think what's fortunate is that both hats are about employees. Every decision we make would have to ensure that we protect employees' safety and well-being. Very, very, very important. So I think it was a world of opportunity because we had to firstly send employees everyone home. We had to make sure that they are equipped to work from home. For us, AXA Asia in the regional office, we had the capability to do that because a large proportion of us travel for work most of the time. We would have a laptop and we could, you know, bring it back home, set it up at home and that's fine. In some of our markets, it was challenging, a little more challenging. We had employees who may not have stable Wi-Fi connection at home. We had employees who may not have a good sort of dedicated place for call. In some markets, we had to be conscious of these employees and help them. So one of the things we did in Thailand, for instance, we had to rent a chair or bring your chair back home scheme where, you know, we've got comfortable chairs back in your office and at home, you may not have a comfortable work chair. We brought, you know, employees chairs. We gave them the option to bring home and so that they could sit on it and be comfortable. In some markets, we had to subsidize or provide an allowance for Wi-Fi connectivity. So there are many things we had to think about. In outside Asia, we focused on the tools that employees need when they're at home. So tips and tricks on Teams, MS Teams became very important because we used it like, you know, a hundred times a day. We had to, along the way, as we had employees working from home, we had to ensure that we engaged them because you no longer had a pantry where you could yeah. chat and speak about things. You no longer had that in-person meeting. It's all virtual. We did things like virtual town hall. We got everyone together virtually. We allowed them to ask questions. We also had a lot of engagement activities. So because the large part of 2020, we had people mostly working from home. And very often, our decision when we decided to come back to, to work, it was not 100%. It's always been, you know, on a team A, team B, 50-50% basis. So very often, you would never see another colleague for months. So we brought them together. We did things like fitness checks 
challenge. We had a virtual Christmas party where we played games. So we did things that we would normally do in person, but we did it virtually. And I must say, in some of the events, we had a lot of fun and laughter. And I think over the course of the time, what's most important is that we continuously engage because that's very, very important. So we had virtual lunch and learn sessions. Whatever we could think of, there were spurts where we came back to the office. We had lots of activities in the office. We, we launched a wellness week where we brought in a, a dancer from the perspective of fitness, exercising. We had people exercising here, you know, in sync to, you know, upbeat music. We welcomed people back to the office with a couple of new initiatives. There was once we had... So we had a couple of creative ideas to connect with people because I think in times like this, it's very, very important that we continue to remember that employees do not connect with one another on a day-to-day basis. So in addition to, of course, tips for managers before they start a meeting, there needs to be a coffee chat at least 10 minutes. From an HR perspective, the extent that it has to be pronounced, it needs to be deliberate in terms of planning out all these things. We need to put employees in the centre of everything that we do and everything that we, de- that we decide on. And it needs to be much more extra effort and thinking to ensure that everyone continues to be engaged and be motivated. What about this year, 2021? What's going to be different this year? Is it going to be more of the same as last year? I think 2020 has shown us that we are able to work from home 100% every day without that productivity loss. I personally think it's very much of a mindset. I think at the end of it, managers must trust their team. It doesn't mean that I look at you, you're doing the work, you get the work done. I don't think it's necessarily the case. For AXA globally, AXA Group has has implemented up to two-day work from home in a week and um, it's being rolled across to each and every one of the market and we should have full implementation by 2023. So I think that it's something that we have learned from COVID and something we know that can be done. But understandably, we were in 2020 forced in a way by COVID to be working from home. But I think that even we we had managers who may not have believed in it, COVID would have helped to expedite that belief that it can be done. I think it's for us, for instance, in outside Asia, we've started two days of work from home in a week. In some entities, in some markets, it just needs time to roll out so they, they try out for some functions. In some other markets, they are a bit more ready and they would be rolling that out. So I think that it's a mindset and managers just need to understand that work will be done. And as you say, we should all be outcome focused and tasks focused. You've been in HR for a while now. What has changed for HR when you started your career in it to the point where we are today? Have things changed for the function? And purely just from my perspective, I think HR in the past, so a couple of decades ago, when I was just started in a function, I feel that HR was very much about policies, about practices, not so much about how we support the business, not so much about putting employees at the centre of what we do. So I think gradually today, where we see HR is a much, much stronger function, moving away from the likes of a more administrative, operational type of work. We now sit with the XCOM of the, the business, we have a say in terms of, you know, the strategy, how we can support the strategy. Very often we look at the business strategy and then we craft out our HR strategy because HR exists really just to support the business, right? Because otherwise there would be no need, they wouldn't need the HR. They could outsource payroll, they could outsource benefits administration. So it's very, very important you're an in-house HR practitioner to be at the desk, to be able to speak about the strategy, to be able to support the business because that's very, very key. To be always there 
for the employees because to me I, I think it's very very important whatever we do it must be in the interest of both the business as well as the employees I think that's how HR has evolved over time of course there's now the new thinking that HR from an outside in perspective even involving customers I think some companies have been probably closer others are maybe not yet there but I think if we look at HR from the employees eyes and taking care of employees all the time I think that works what would be the qualities that would make for a good HR manager or HR person? If I wanted to pursue a career in HR, what qualities do I need to have to fit into that expectations of an HR manager? So I think HR has a couple of um, functions. I think what's key is that there are a couple of qualities that's needed. From a resourcing, talent attraction perspective, the HR person needs to clearly like people, needs to clearly be able to network. So there is always the networking internally, ensuring that you're close to the employees, you listen to them, you hear their feedback. There's also the need to be close to the markets, to be close to talents. Because for us HR, we should know who's who out there. And if there is any touch wood vaccinations internally and you need to feel the position very often for us we need to know who's out there and who can be able to fill it what's important is a people person that's to me very very key because you have to take care of both the internal and the external sort of workforce if you like also a practical perspective to things very often HR is maybe not clearly black or white and you need to be able to come up with maybe policies or practices or decisions that is right for the business and right for the circumstances so I think being able to look at things from a logical perspective is quite important and of course culminating with all that to ha also have a strategic perspective I should not say enough about it because I think it's important to be able to adopt a strategic perspective to be able to support the business because I think that's key to HR in addition to these things that you mentioned that you need to be a people person you need now you need to have this strategic thinking in mind what other advice would you have to offer to those that do want to pursue this career in hr mm -hmm. uh, and go through the ranks if you will or even aggressively go for the chr type of role i think for any profession it's important to do it from your heart your heart needs to be in the right place to be able to do something well. There's a phrase I read in, in one of my trips overseas and it says that you can do a job well by just doing it well. But if you, if you put your heart to it, you'll be able to do a much better job. So I always feel that the heart must be in the right place. When it is, you'll be able to do your job well. So maybe not a not an advice to HR professionals, but an advice to anyone who's you know coming out or in the early stages of career because I feel that's very, very important. The passion needs to be there, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay. That was Peck Yogan, Human Resources Director, AXA Asia, on the topic of how COVID-19 has altered the human equation of HR transformation. You are listening in to Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for our weekly free newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe. Have a great day and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.